basics. Alright, what's going on guys? It's your boy Roos and welcome back again to an episode of the podcast or a podcast on an episode. And if you're new to the podcast on the episode, make sure to hit the follow button on whatever platform you're listening to on this episode. Okay, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Just hit the follow button. We are all about anime and gaming, baby. So let's get into it. Episode 21, okay? King Arthur has died. Oh my goodness, okay? We get a glimpse of the past relationships or relationship, should I say, of Merlin and and um, King Arthur. And what's funny, wait, before I even dive deep into that, I was expecting to see the past with Kath. Kath is basically the cat um, with psychic abilities that is always with Arthur, that's, that Arthur has hidden in a pouch, or should I say, that travels with Kath, do you know what I mean? And apparently eats demons. Um, but anyway, skipping that one, um, Kath is basically his psychic, or his, um, yeah, psychic is a, great, is a great word for it. He basically follows King Arthur about and gives him good advice on situations where he believes or she believes that king arthur can handle but he's also arthur's best friend or close friend close friend should i say just being that kath is always with arthur so it's almost like a protection um in this episode king arthur goes up against meliodas and i mentioned this in episode 20 of the podcast of this of the seven daily sins wrath of the gods and how his ability or power should i say hadn't been awakened yet whilst using the holy sword also named es- escalabar which is meant to do like so the most outmost damage to demons especially um especially due to the fact that people who have used the sword um their souls have been encased within the sword and trapped within the sword so that their power could be passed on to the next person who wields the sword which is at this present moment in time king arthur now king arthur is battling i don't know maybe four or five demons including meliodas himself and he tries to get the upper hand on them but due to the fact that his body and mind is not nowhere near as strong as where it needs to be to be able to wield the sword he actually falls to he actually falls victim to um being possessed slash number one and you know taking damage to his body number two um in this moment of um danger kath basically sends a psychic message to merlin to interfere and to come in and receive come in and retrieve king arthur out of the situation and that is exactly what she did she comes and retrieves king arthur because she didn't know exactly where arthur was at the moment of time but kath sent the communication through psych you know psychic abilities and allowed merlin to come and save him now due to the fact that king arthur had been possessed right um not not that he did it on purpose to be possessed but it was more of like because his body had been like weathered down to like to the point of where he couldn't move no more um zeldris's companion basically had hypnotized him to basically do whatever he needed to do once he activated his ability and when merlin came to interfere in the fight and taking off away sadly king arthur had stabbed himself with the craziest part is with the holy sword escalabar 
Now, when he did this, I personally felt like the sword wasn't going to do damage until I started to see blood, you know, coming up from the young master's body. And just to see his body lay down there, it was a shock to me. I didn't expect it, like, especially the fact that Merlin was with him. Merlin's one of the most strongest mages out there, like, demon world, goddess realm. And she didn't even see that coming. She didn't even sense that he had been possessed like that. Do you know what I mean? Um, the scariest part about that was Kath's reaction, like, seriously. Like, I don't know who Kath is, I don't know what Kath is, but when Kath had seen the reaction, or when Kath had seen King's Arthur body drop, like, it was more than just, like, grief or grieving. It was, just, it was so much pain in the eyes of Kath. Like, it was almost scary. Like, I didn't even like to see the image of Kath in that phase. Like, it was so scary. I thought, what the flip is going on? Like, this cat is ugly as hell. Like, it was just tough. Um, we got to see the past of King Arthur and Merlin, and it goes to show that King Arthur had actually, you know, been in touch with Merlin from quite a young age when Merlin first met up with him. You know, she taught him the ways of being able to basically be a man, really and truly. You know, she basically practically raised him to be a king, to be a very strong individual, and she was expressing all of this pain and suffering that she had kept within bottled in to Elizabeth in the room with King Arthur's body and just outside of it was Eskinal, you know. Eskinal's in love with Merlin. Like at this point it's just factual. He's in love with Merlin and he came to basically knock on the door to express his condolences for the loss of King Arthur, not knowing how much he really did mean to Merlin, you know? And it was just it was just tough. It was really tough like to see pain like this whole episode was mainly pain, like Kath in pain, Merlin in pain, Eskinal in pain and like to see all of this happen in one episode is just too much like this is too much pain in one episode like there wasn't even fighting like that it was just so much pain it was just so crazy man so tough like and i'm glad to see that we finally got to see merlin's other side to her like merlin is normally like conservative she doesn't really like to express and when she does express it's more of like stern and straight to the point and that's it but she really did express how she really felt about King Arthur shedding tears, you know, and trying to like lock herself back into her head, like until Elizabeth had to like come in her angel form and bring her out of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it was just so crazy, man. And like Eskinal as well. It was just, it was just this episode was just, it was just a very, very like fun episode. Like, I, it was so emotional. I loved it. Like, I really did enjoy it. I love you. Love to see how uh, Meliodas is especially is working with Zeldris now to get the Ten Commandments in order to be as strong as the Demon King so that he can actually lift the curse. Like, there was even a touching moment when King and Dien were expressing how they felt and how King was basically, you know, about to, well, flirt and Eskinal got jealous, you know? And you can tell he got jealous because when he heard the voice of Merlin, which was being mimicked by Galfar due to his ability, ability called Mimicry, he really got angry at the fact that it wasn't Merlin talking to him, you know? Like, Eskinal is suffering bodily, which was represented by him coughing out blood and emotionally by him obviously clearly showing that his feelings are not being represented by Merlin back towards him. And it shows, like, it shows. To me, like, the fastest way to kill a man is heartbreak. And I feel like Eskinal, if anyone's gonna die, it could be Eskinal, you know? Or it could be the fact that Eskinal's ability could be lost in some way, some form. Now, I've seen the episode, and I don't know about the series. I haven't gone that far into it. I don't know. But it was just nice to see that everyone's come back together. The Camelot 
um, has come back to its norm. Um, heroes are being like like appreciated, but they're now being like controlled by Ludicil's ability on on basically making them obedient and tricking them to have a power that they don't have like is is messed up in the form of this is meant to be the good guys but the good guys are being misled by the good the good guys who are meant to be the good guys but are actually kind of like the bad guys you know and everyone but Dreyfus is basically wary especially Elizabeth as well you know she's wary as well but so is Dreyfus as the human side of it Dreyfus is the only one who is wary by it which is very weird and Hendrickson is just too forward like he's just too forward because he's an angel and Ludicil like Hendrickson is just a bum lick at this point like I really don't like Hendrix excuse me sorry I really don't like Hendrickson in this arc I like him when he was just a savage you know and he put his foot down he was his own man and I'm not saying he was he's not his own man now slightly but he's much more of a follower than what he was in like season one you know um um how's on Grimoire? they're also a part of the um the, bat the battalion who's going out there to fight the demons and it's just a very very intriguing episode like it was nice to see like things were coming together it was nice to see emotion which we hardly ever see only mainly between Meliodas and the and um Elizabeth or nowadays King and Diane or even just a little bit Ban and Elaine but it was nice to see Merlin and like we don't we hardly ever see Merlin and we hardly ever see Eskimo actually suffer do you know what I'm saying Eskimo is meant to be the person who's meant to be the strongest and still yet we understand that although he is the strongest he is suffering so that's the end of episode 21 okay it's been your boy Roos hope you guys enjoyed this episode of my podcast make sure to follow the podcast okay we are all about anime and gaming baby once again Enjoy your day, evening, and afternoon. I said, enjoy your day, evening. And I was right, yeah, yeah. Enjoy all of that, okay? And whether you listen to this in whatever day or whatever hour, I hope you enjoy yourselves, man. It's been your boy, Reese. Once again, I'm out. Peace.